0: ht smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by ht smartcast hello and welcome to mint i am nasreen sultana you are listening to all things markets where i speak to experts analyzing the big trends moving the stock markets The real estate sector made a smart recovery despite the pandemic in 2021 with segments like residential properties outperforming. After facing a series of structural reforms like demonetization, GST and RERA during the last decade, the pandemic was another blow for the real estate sector. But the sector is gradually emerging. The disruptions caused by the pandemic is slowly settling down. So what will be the big trends in the real estate sector in 2022? Will home prices correct in the year ahead? To discuss that, I'm in conversation with Rajni Sinha, Chief Economist, Night Frank India. Hi Rajni, welcome to the show. Hi Nasreen, pleasure to be in the show. So um, as we are Drawing close to the year 2021, it's been an unprecedented year, no doubt for the various factors, but real estate segment has seen a quite a boom, both in the uh, you know urban area and the semi-urban area. So if I have to ask you, what were the big trends that you noticed in
1: 2021? So uh, Nasreen, like you mentioned, the real estate sector um, surprisingly bounced back quite quickly from the pandemic and uh, in fact if i look at the residential sales for the top eight cities we have already reached pre covid levels and uh, there were a number of factors that were favorable for the residential real estate sector and uh, one big factor was definitely the low interest rate um second i think the big factor was the pandemic itself during pandemic, people felt the need for bigger and better houses. And that's something which has given a big boost to the sector. Beyond that, um, obviously, some of the stimulus measures that were given by various state governments here, I would like to mention the stamp duty cut by Maharashtra That gave a big boost to uh, residential sales. And now we have stamp duty cut window open for uh, Karnataka and West Bengal. So a combination of these factors
0: have really helped the sector in 2021. Hmm. Of course, looking for another space within the residential area, uh, that gave a boost. Uh, But what about uh, the commercial space? That was a pain point, Uh, A, because people were working from home. And within the commercial space also, if you look at the retail uh, segment where malls actually really wanted uh, the real estate uh, owners to reduce their rents because footfalls were almost nil during lockdown. And even when the, uh, you know, there was opening up, there were a lot of restrictions. So how the commercial space actually panned out in 21? So
1: uh, Nasreen, you're very uh, correct on that. The commercial space, the recovery has not been as good as what we have seen for residential. And that's because of obvious reasons. If I talk about the office segment, with most corporates moving to work from home during the peak of the pandemic, the segment was definitely adversely impacted by the pandemic. Uh, but the interesting thing now is that most corporates are talking about getting back to offices and many of them have actually resumed offices. and uh, even during the pandemic, what we have seen is that the IT sector specifically, which is the main occupier of office segment, uh, IT sector occupies around somewhere around 40 to 45 percent of the total leasing that we have in a year. And the IT sector has been doing pretty well during the pandemic. In fact, if I look at the top five IT companies, in the last one and a half years or so, they have recruited around 2.6 lakh employees. So uh, as per our calculation, these incremental employees that have been added in the last one and a half years or so, that's going to result in incremental office demand of around 12 million square feet. So that's the kind of incremental demand we are expecting in 2022. And here I'm just talking about incremental demand from Mm -hmm. the people recruited in the last one and a half years or so just in the IT sector, the top five companies. So -hmm. uh, the whole of this demand may not come completely. Completely in 2022, as the IT companies, as well as you know many other corporates going forward are looking at kind of a hybrid model, working few days from home and few days from office. But definitely we are expecting this demand to come to the market. So we are expecting that the um, recovery in uh, the office segment is going to gain momentum in 2022 as people get back to offices. As far as the retail segment is concerned, Like you very rightly said, uh, definitely the retail segment has got very adversely impacted by the pandemic and also by this whole uh, increased penetration of e-commerce that has happened during the pandemic. And uh, what I feel is that this increased penetration that has happened is here to stay. You know, a lot of people were forced to move to online shopping during the pandemic. But now that the fence sitters have moved that side, moved to online shopping, they may continue to do so as they get that comfort. So what I'm trying to say, and on top of that, this whole uncertainty around pandemic and people still trying to avoid going to crowded area, all these factors would adversely impact the retail segment and the recovery there is going to be quite gradual going forward also.
0: That's quite interesting, uh, you know, about what you mentioned about the commercial space. Uh, Otherwise, generally people expect uh, the financial segment banks uh, holding a majority of the commercial space. Uh, What is your, uh, you know, reading? Do you see uh, in 2022 uh, overall commercial space, uh, you know, seeing a comeback or do you see uh, renegotiations on the lease uh, part?
1: so uh, like i said uh, commercial if i look at the office segment i see that segment bouncing back in 2022 because like like I said, people are uh, uh, talking about getting back to offices and now people are going to live with this pandemic and this is going to be the new normal. Yes, people will look at different hybrid models. It may not go back completely to the way it was earlier. And when I say hybrid model, uh, like I said, people would work, look at corporates, would look at working few days from home, few days from office. And in such a scenario, I also see the co-working players doing well in this segment. Uh, because even now during the pandemic, what we have seen is that the seed take up by the co-working players went up very dramatically in the last few months. So in the total leasing, office leasing that we have, the co-working segment has a share of around you know 12% or so. So we see that share increasing going forward because in the midst of all this uncertainty around the pandemic, the corporates would also... Uh, opt for flexibility, which is being offered by the co-working operators. When I say flexibility, I mean that with a co-working player, they can uh, increase or decrease the number of seats they need as per their requirement, which they will not have if they go for traditional office leasing. So that's something which uh, we feel will gain momentum going forward, co-working uh, players uh, role in the office segment. As far as uh, rentals are concerned, So rentals, yes, had fallen in the last few months during the pandemic, but now what we are seeing is rentals have kind of broadly stabilized. And going forward also, we feel that the rentals will remain stable. We do not see further sharp fall in rentals happening in 2022.
0: Okay. Now, uh, as you mentioned, uh, there were a lot of stimulus by the government which helped the residential segment and of course uh, the want for individuals to get more space because they were working schools and offices were coexisting in the same house. Now, in 2022, most likely uh, the policy normalization will set in and many economists are also expecting the RBI to in- increase the interest rates. Do you expect the residential segment to grow uh, in 2022, uh, A, because uh, probably part of this, uh, you know, uh, people would be going back to work, and B, interest rates most likely is going to go up?
1: Uh, very good question, in Interest rates, yes, I agree, is going to go up. But going by the last monetary policy meeting, RBI is definitely not in a hurry to increase interest rates. Uh, Because, uh, you know, with this whole uncertainty around Omicron, there was expectation earlier that at least the reverse repo rate will be hiked in the last meeting, in the December meeting, but it did not happen. And probably we can expect that to happen in the next meeting, the February meeting. Uh, But as far as hike in the repo rate is concerned, I don't see that happening definitely for the next three to four months, definitely after that. And even after that, it's going to be gradual. It's not going to be a sharp increase. Having said that, if I look at the reasons as to why the residential segment has been doing well, definitely interest rate is a big reason but this low interest rate one is going to continue for some more time. Like I said, RBI is not in a hurry. I do not expect a policy rate hike to happen in the next definitely three, four months or so. And Even after that, when it happens, it's going to be a gradual increase. But the other important thing is that the big jump in residential demand that we've seen, the pandemic itself is a reason why it has happened. Uh, Like I said, people felt the need for bigger houses, felt the need for better houses. There was a lot of demand for upgrade, upgradation of house that has happened in this whole pandemic period. So I feel that demand is going to continue, even if, you know, if you're talking about um, people, uh, you know, getting back to office and school. Uh, I think for some time, this whole uncertainty around what's going to happen next is going to be there. People have felt the need for a lot of things in their houses because of which they are upgrading. So that whole trend is going to continue in 2022 also. And okay. actually, just to add to that, this is a phenomena we are seeing not just in India. Globally, mm-hmm. we are seeing this housing demand has taken a big jump in most of the economies. And Hmm. interestingly, in many other economies, they are in fact talking about housing price bubble. The prices have also increased sharply. Hmm. In India, that is still not happening. In India, we still have the main end users in the market, because Hmm. of which even if we expect the prices to increase going forward, it's going to be a gradual increase it's not going to be a sharp increase because even now we do not have speculators or a lot of investors in the market
0: rajni you almost preempted my question i was about to ask you about the price uh, because uh, in india especially in the uh, tier 1 and the metro cities price is a big uh, you know it's a big roadblock for many of the aspiring home buyers and uh, you you don't see a gradual increase of price at the moment right in 2022 Yes, uh, we do see a gradual increase in price in 2022.
1: Mm. Uh, we are expecting prices to increase by around uh, 5% or so on a YOY basis. And even now, if you see at, uh, at what is happening to prices currently, in some of the southern cities, we are already seeing prices increasing uh, marginally, say in Hyderabad, Chennai. So this trend has already started. And uh, in fact, we had done a home buyer survey a couple of months back. And what we found is that the home buyers are also expecting prices to increase in 2022. So okay. then it becomes self-fulfilling. If buyers mm-hmm. themselves are expecting prices to increase, they will be willing to pay higher prices and that will result in higher prices.
0: Okay. I'm very curious to know, uh, is this the price uh, rise in re- residential uh, properties? Is, this, is it because, uh, you know, there is more demand or is it because inflation uh, itself has grown, go, gone up? If you look at the ancillary pro- requirements for a house, like a cement cost has gone up, paints uh, and all the requirements for building a house, infrastructure requirements, steel prices have gone up. Is it because of inflation or is it because the demand has gone up? So, uh, Nassim,
1: it's a combination of both the factors. To begin with, uh, yes, the raw material prices have gone up. The construction cost has gone up, like you mentioned. Um, Land prices, if I look at the long-term trend, uh, land prices have gone up in the last few years. So far, the developers were not in a position to pass on the price increase because the demand was weak. But now the demand, if you see in the last few months, the demand has gathered steam. And hence, now the developers are in a position to pass on the price increase that has happened. So I would say it's a combination of both demand and supply side, which will put pressure on prices.
0: Okay. Uh, I also wanted to throw some light on the supply, on the inventories, uh, especially in the metro cities uh, where uh, there is a generally a high demand, but also there is an inventory backlog. So how, is the supply able to meet the demand or the backlog is getting cleared? So the backlog is getting cleared. If I uh,
1: look at what has been happening to the inventory, from a peak of around the 7, 7.5 lakh that we have seen in the past, it has gone down to uh, lesser than 4.5 lakh units of inventory. Um, but going forward, if you see the demand that is there, and many of these, you know, projects, the stuck-up inventory, they are getting released and coming into the market uh, now. Even with, you know, the Swami Fund there which is trying to help clear a lot of these projects which are stuck. Uh, That is facilitating the stuck inventory to come back to the market. Uh, But having said that, a lot of this demand that I'm talking about, uh, people do not want to take any risk. People are opting for ready-to-move-in projects. So, in that sense, while the inventory is getting cleared, some of this stuck inventory may remain stuck for some more time because home buyers do not want to take any risk. And, you know, with this whole slowdown that had happened in the real estate sector, residential sector before the pandemic, and then with the pandemic, people just, home buyers do not want to take any risk. They just want to go in for ready to move in projects. But yes, hmm. the, some of this inventory is slowly getting cleared.
0: Okay now if i have to ask you uh which uh, cities uh, or uh you know which which uh, states would you be keeping an eye on as far as the residential uh you know properties are concerned for two thousand twenty two
1: So uh, I would say uh, Hyderabad is uh, one market which we expect uh, will do well. Uh, What has been happening is that uh, Hyderabad, the office market is also doing quite well. Hyderabad is coming out as a good alternative relative to uh, Bangalore, a lot of IT companies, when they're looking at expansion, they are looking favorably at uh, Hyderabad. And that has also got to do with less of congestion in Hyderabad and the state government being very uh, uh, corporate friendly. Because of this, you know, we are seeing more and more corporates uh, coming into um, Hyderabad market. And hence, we expect the, the, that will give a boost to residential demand also. Okay. Any other city? Right. Um, I think Pune will also do well. Uh, in fact, uh, Pune, we are already seeing that market doing well because uh, even after the stamp duty cut window was closed, we were very keen to see what would be the impact of that on uh, Mumbai and Pune. And what we have seen is that these markets have continued to do well even after the stamp duty cut window has closed. So, Pune is another market which we feel will uh, continue to do well in 2022. And that's also got to do with um, corporates looking favorably at Pune, the IT sector looking favorably at Pune. And with the office sector doing well, we expect that will give a boost to residential demand also.
0: Hmm. Uh, Since uh, Delhi NCR and Mumbai are two hot uh, property markets, uh, how can I let you go without asking about these two uh, markets? What do you think, what will be the trend specifically to Delhi NCR and in Mumbai?
1: So Even these uh, markets, if you see residential, if I look at the performance in the last uh, few quarters, uh, Delhi and uh, Delhi NCR and uh, Mumbai has also shown a very strong recovery, uh, specifically Mumbai. So Mumbai and Pune, both the cities have got a big boost from stamp duty cut and they have continued to do well even after the stamp duty cut window has closed. NCR and Mumbai, in fact, they do struggle with this whole thing of high uh, unsold inventory in both these markets. But having said that, still the recovery that we are seeing, it's in fact all across. I specifically mentioned Hyderabad and Pune because these cities, they still have a lot of scope to grow further. But otherwise, if I uh, speak broadly, in fact, all the top eight cities that we track, um, specifically Mumbai, NCR, Bangalore, Chennai, all these markets, we expect very healthy growth in 2022.
0: Okay, Rajni, on that note, thanks a lot for those interesting insights that you've shared with us. And I hope the real estate sector continues to bounce back in 2022. Thank you so much for sharing your time and wish you a very happy new year.
1: Thank you,
0: Nasreen. Bye. Bye-bye. For feedback, you can write to me at nasreen.s at com. Or you can reach out to me on Twitter at Nasreen Story. You can also reach out to us at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And to listen to more podcasts like this, you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com.
1: This was a mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast.
0: HT Smartcast.